Winning Post preview podcast, Saturday, May 7. I'm John Barker. Joel Marshall is finally earning uh, or enjoying a well-earned break, but uh, Dynamite Dan Nuttall is with me. And Dan, uh, Adelaide Carnival continues to be of a high quality. This week's highlight is the Group 1 Robert Sengster Stakes for the Phillies and Mares over 1,200 metres. We've got the winners of the race for the last two years in Instant Celebrity and Bella Vella. We've also got the last start winner against the boys of the Group 1, William Reed, in September run. And we've got, uh, uh, well, at this stage, 15 to face the starter and um, some other informed mares there as well. Uh, Looms is a good race. Yeah, it certainly does, of course, when you got the, uh, as you said, the, the reigning champ and champion from two starts back obviously going to make it an interesting contest in September run I think getting another one on the CV after um, running some good races in some really hot affairs leading in so she's in form and of course comes up back against her own sex here but whilst it is clearly the highlight of the day plenty of nice races on the undercard and and Brisbane as well um, we saw the the Zoomba 10,000 hopeful step out in the victory stakes last week um, a few of the Queensland Oaks prospects and um, <clears throat> uh, the Doombin Cup in the uh, couple of Doombin Cup hopes in the Hollandale step out as well for their um, campaign. So plenty of good racing to look forward to in Adelaide and Brisbane and uh, in Gosford and Caulfield as well. Yes, Gosford indeed. Gosford Cup Day also got the takeovers, target stakes and the uh, addition of a new $500,000 race called The Coast. We'll get to that later. We will start in Adelaide and we'll take you right through the black type races, which start in race three uh, with the Without Fear Stakes. It's over 10.50 metres and it is a listed, listed race for two-year-olds at set weight stand, uh, previously known as the Queen Adelaide Stakes. How did you see this one? Small field, but I thought it was a pretty, it looks to will be a competitive race. So- Go with the last start winner, Prairie Flower. Uh, won a two-year race in Morpherville last start. Liked the way she hit the line there. Always had a bit of time for this filly. She contested a couple of, I guess there was a really strong race on the boot, the English race, and it was wide. And it was on the back of some nice jump out. She's jumped out well leading to this prep. She's already won two from three. Um, and I think she can get away the race like this. She's on top, but there is some um, quality opposition in the race as well. The three H2O, uh, no match for the informed see you in heaven last start, but um, she was very good there. Again, the two wins on debut back in December and first up this preparation were dominant. Uh, very speedy filly. We'll take some catching seven Barabool unraced filly by Russian revolution, a sire in form, but the two jump outs have been very good at Mornington. One coming off the pace, strong through the line. The second one, a soft all the way win uh, there. So good gate here. And I think she'll certainly Make her presence felt. Got the six in for fourth in the Navy. Four, three, seven, six. Race four at Morfordville on Saturday. Port Adelaide Cup. 2,500 metre listed quality handicap. Going with the four on top designs. I think just the 2,500 metres is key for her. She's the best uh, horse over those over that longer trip in the race. She's won her last two over the trip. Cranman beat a subsequent winner and looked sharpish. Uh, two back and then, and Morphville last start led and 
never looked like losing really there. This is a, a, a tougher assignment, but she's rock hard fit and, and she's a, a quality stayer. I think she's the one to, to wonder the one to run down through. There's just 54 kilos on her back. Splendiferous will be up on the speed as well. Um, was sharply up and trip from 1600 to 2200 meters last start. Looked headed in that country oaks race at sale, but she fought back. Um, very tenacious win. <clears throat> as I said, she'll she'll roll forward again and be up there. So I think those are clearly the two for me. Uh, one, uh, Maserati Bay. Last start winner at 2,400 metres uh, in form. Here, fourth up, so certainly as a case. And in for fourth, I've got the five, does it. Uh, but four on top for me, and three, one, and five. Race five at Morphville on Saturday. Tobin Bronze Stakes, previously known as the Euclase. Uh, it is a group two at set weights for three-year-olds over 1,200 metres. Yeah, and the set weights certainly suit... Marine won the capitalist cult, um, the best horse in the race here. And I think he gets the job done. Very good, fresh horse. Um, sort of had a, was contested some good races last preparation and sort of measured up to whatever he was uh, thrown in. Um, and as I said, under that set weights, he's pretty well off, 57.5 kilos. So he's on top for me. General Bo, the two in next, obviously a very talented cult and He's running some hot races this prep without winning. Um, third in a William Reed uh, behind September run. And then wide last start in a good form race, the Bellis Free listed race for Extreme Warrior won that. Um, General Bowe's run was pretty good considering he did cover a bit of ground. Um, deserves a win. A second pick for me. Eight in next Stinky Five. Obviously started her career on fire. Three wins and three starts, but her form... Of late, been a little plain. The heavy nine track, I think, she just didn't handle last start in Sydney. First up run down the straight of Flemington was okay. Um, she can sort of return to something of her best. She can figure here. And in for fourth, I have the seven. Extremely lucky. No luck first up at Morpherville. Um, love the way Doug D. Blade hit the line. When 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 it's a much tougher assignment, but he looks a, a talented gelding. One, eight, uh, sorry, one, two, eight, seven. First leg of the Quaddy at Morphville on Saturday is race six, Queen of the South Stakes, 1,600-metre group two, set weights and penalties for the Phillies and Mares. A big fan of Foxy Frieda, the five. Um, just poor draw last start at Caulfield to get a long way back and just a race that was run to suit those up on the speed. It's a pretty handy group uh, three she contested there and she's made some good late ground, but... Uh, Sort of had to be closer there to make an impact. It was still a good run, I thought. The first set win at Bendigo was excellent. Um, Swerving through the field there it was a really pleasing return. Very consistent mash. 14 starts, five wins, five seconds. Gets a good draw here. Does get back in her races, but I probably won't get as far back as she did last start. And um, I think she's a, 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 def, a definite winning chance in this. this the five, Foxy Frieda. Four in next, Tokarangi. Um, he had the one run. He's a former Kiwi. Uh, he's had the two runs in Australia now. Just the one run last prep back in the spring. Um, just past a few years there after drawing wide in a group two. She, she was first up in a benchmark 78 and produced uh, an outstanding finish at big odds. <clears throat> um, looks a very... 
uh, very nice talent, lightly raced. The breeding suggests you'll get up uh, further than this, but the first time we went over 1,400 metres, up to 1,600 here. Um, certainly one to follow this time in. 10, Comica, a mare in form. Um, push forward, barrier two, and be the one they have to catch. And one in for fourth, Karma Lass. But I'm with the five, Foxy Frieda. Um, good mare on top of four, 10 and one. Second leg of the Quaddy at Morphville on Saturday, race seven. DC Mackay stakes. It's a group three quality over 1,100 metres. Yeah, on top for me, I got the one behemoth, obviously a very classy gelding. First up record's outstanding. He does to do it with the 62 kilos here, but um, I, think, I think he can get the job done. Um, 350, I think a pretty backable price. Normally, we resume in these sort of races. Get him done seventy dollar eighty, but there's a couple of informal horses he's against here. Um, I think class will take Behemoth a long way in this. A good draw, um, I think, uh, a good price for, for uh, sort of a horse of his horse, horse of his ability. So he's on top for me. The one Ironclad Five in next can be a tricky horse to catch, but uh, when he he's he seldom puts a foot wrong. Just a little bit disappointing last preparations in the early spring. Um, had three starts there and was finished uh, last in two of those and second last in the other. But as I said, he can mix his form. He's come back this time in with a, an outstanding win in the Matrice Stakes, listed race first up. If he can produce that, he'll be, um, he'll be tough to hold out. Three, the Inferno. I'm going to give him one more chance. Just a little bit playing to the eight sale last start. Um, but a few excuses in the run and... It was a day that you had to be on, up on the speed. And <clears throat> so I'm going to give him one more chance, Inferno, to he shows his best. He can certainly figure in this. And four by Rossa in the fourth. One, five, three, and then four. The big one at Morfordville on Saturday is race eight. Also third leg of the quaddy. It is the Saroa Robert Sangster Stakes, 1,200 metres. Group one, wait for age for fillies and mares. <clears throat> Fun facts about the Sangster. Uh, six of the past 10 winners have been last start winners, and uh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those among the 15 that are left as we speak to you. Um, six of the past nine have jumped from double-figure barriers, and 20 of the past 21 have jumped from barrier six or wider, so that perhaps means something, means you don't want to get cluttered up on the fence. And I can tell you the only exception to that, the only one in the past 21 years who did win from inside Barrier 6 was a horse you might recall called Black Caviar. That's all good for um, Bella Vella, who uh, is a last start winner and has drawn Barrier 7 and uh, won this race two years ago. There's a couple of things against her. Number one, no horse that's, no horse has ever, or no mare has ever won this twice although only six of the previous winners have competed in it again, uh, and they've all backed up the following year. Bella Bella's the first one to turn up two years later. Um, instant celebrity, of course, uh, won last year and is back this year. Um, and the other thing going against Bella Bella is that no mare over the age of six has ever won this race. She is seven. Um Dan, I think your selection's got everything going for her, bar jumping slightly inside barrier six. Yeah, that's right. And with September run, look, I must say it's a really strong race. I'll be having six or seven in the quaddy. Um, but September run, I think the confidence will uh, 
done a world of good with that win in the William Reed. She, I guess, some might have been potting her, might have, whether she'd lost her way or not. There was a few ordinary runs uh, within a sort of last ten or eleven starts, but there were some really good ones there. When um, in some good races from her, some you know, horse that gets back and needs everything to sort of go right for, um, for it. Uh, you know, to win, and, and that happened in the William Reed. It was a very hot speed there, and it was a lovely ride by Craig Williams. Didn't get too far back. She can she get too far back in a run sometime, and then just running on flashing light runs for third and fourth. But she settled midfield, and on the turn, she was the one you wanted to be on. Um, it was great to see her to break a little bit of a drought. Of course, it does hold her form when she finds it. A good draw here, although the history suggests otherwise with this race. But barrier five... Um, you know, if she can sort of get a similar run midfield and hopefully get a bit of luck on the turn, I think she's the one she'll be hard to hold out September run. She's on top for me. Six away game, honest as they come. Um, okay on a heavy track last start. Probably not her preferred surface. Uh, gets back on a drive. Um, so away game, 14, the three-year-old filly, Heresy, Thought was really good last start at Morpherville. A bit of a hidden run. She sort of got shuffled back there from the wide gates um, and on the turn looked a long way back. But she kept coming to the line against the, the, the pattern of the race. The win in the PJ Bell was outstanding too back. Um, so I think she's a bit of a sneaky chance at odds, the 14 and the 5 in next for me. Brooklyn Hustle, um, excellent at sale. I think run some of the quickest last last 400, 200 metre splits of the day there in a, in a race that was controlled by up on the speed and a day that in a, on a day that those on-pace runners certainly um, had an advantage. But she was excellent there running on in the second behind the smart in the boat. Um, Bella Vella, instant celebrity, and Bella Nipatina were going a quaddy as well. But uh, one on top for me, 6, 14, and 5. Okay, that wraps up the black type at Morfordville on Saturday. Your value bet was race six, number five, Foxy Frieda in the Queen of the South. We haven't heard about your top tip for the day. It comes up earlier in the program. Tell us about it. Yeah, mask up in race number two, the 11. I think looks extremely well placed, this horse. Uh, only had the one start. It was a Donald Maiden win back in October, but um, he, he bolted in there. Could have won by much more. Excellent last 200 metres running away from them. Put away after that. Since won a terrain jump out leading into this, um, nice draw, top jockey on board, and Craig Williams and inform Simon Wild, the trainer. I think this looks a pretty weak race, even though it is a bigger field. There's a couple of nice types in it, but Mask, mask Up looks, I think, oh, to mine, has this race at his mercy, and I think it'll be really hard to beat. Race two, number 11. Gold Coast is the venue for Queensland Metropolitan Racing on Saturday. Uh, it is Hollandale Day and uh, big fields and quality races. First of the black type events is race four, TAB Ken Russell Memorial Classic. 1,200 metres, set weights for the two-year-olds at group three level, Dan. Yeah, nice little race this. A um, few of these, three or four of these have accepted for Gosford as well in the opener. So be wary of that. One of those is the three, Natuno, the, the locally trade Trains I'm Invincible Colt. Um, he's had two starts, two wins, and both of those have been really impressive. And both of those have been on wet tracks, similar conditions to what he'll see on Saturday. A good draw, I dare say he'll be leading this. Um, and it'll be really hard to catch if he runs up to his first two runs. So, Natuno, 
the three on top for me. I like one from the Chris Wallace stable called Robusto, who is one of those horses um, uh, currently accepted uh, accepted for Gosford on Saturday. Not not sure which way the stable are leaning, but hope he does come here because I think it'll be a good each way chance in this, and worth, certainly worth a bit of a place wager anyway. Or Cornella with the three because he's got plenty of ability. His last start, um, his last start was a win at Warwick Farm over thirteen hundred meters. Williamsburg, he defeated that day by nearly four lengths. That horse has come out won a stakes race this autumn. Um, and he did it on a wet track too, Robusto. So, looks a talented colt. Um, obviously, given time since the last preparation, I think he'll be right in this if here. In for third, I've got the 13 stroll. Um, good in a strong race last start. It was the week before Magic Millions. Race, the second horse out of that race was a perfect reflection who came out and ran fourth in the Magic Millions a week later. An XO lady, last dominant week winner last week, also in behind Stroll in that Gold Coast um, two-year-old Phillies race on the 8th of January. So the recent trial was good by Stroll. I think she's certainly in with a hope. In for fourth, I have the the nine scratch London. So I got the 14 in midnight in Tokyo. I thought I was over the odds. Bit of a tough draw, but really liked the first up. Uh, the win on Taboo last prep and the recent trial's been good. 3-4-13-14. Your best on the Gold Coast comes up in the fifth. That is the Atwood Marshall Lawyers Silk Stocking, 1,400-metre quality for fillies and mares at a listed level. Yeah, April Rain is my best. Talented Piero Mayor. Uh, just forgive the first up miss at Randwick. Pulled up lame there. Um, and just certainly wasn't near, anywhere near her best. She should have won first and second up last time in, just had no luck on both occasions. Second to Quantico at Rose Hill in, the, in that campaign reads well. Uh, recent Sydney trial in between the last start miss has been very good. Um, got back wide, ran on well under a hold. On a wet track, um, get a, likely get a soft six, soft seven, heavy eight, on Saturday at the Gold Coast. So the wet track won't pose a problem. Uh, 54 kilos, very classy mare, I think, and um, it'll be hard to beat in this. So got the two in next. Bonham didn't come up in her debut Australian campaign for Tony Gollan during the, uh, during the Melbourne spring, last in both, both runs, but Foreman, New Zealand, she's a group one winner there, indicates she's much better than that. No trials leading into this, interesting, but... Um, on class and what she the, what she has shown her best would go close in this. In for third, I got the five Starla, consistent mare. Uh, should have finished much closer last start. Just missed the gate, missed the start two lengths. He's run on well, finished two and a half lengths behind the winner. Um, has, has to be given a case for fifty four kilos. And in for fourth, I got the thirteen Julia, winner of her last two six two five and thirteen. Race six at the Gold Coast is the Johnny Walker Gold Coast Bracelet, 1,800-metre listed set weights for three-year-old fillies. Uh, it is a significant lead-up to the Queensland Oaks next month, and you have spoken to the co-trainer of a couple of key chances, and uh, I speak of Matthew Hoisted, and you are in the corner of one of those. I am. I'm a big fan of Canadian Dancer. Uh, the five, uh, look, whether she'll run out 2,200 metres of the Oaks in a month's time, it's to be learnt. But 
think 1,800 metres now for her is uh, looks a really good recipe. She's hard fit. She's low flying. The two wins at her past two starts have been pretty dominant, and she's won with a bit in hand in both. Um, really sharp, sharp sprints and can use it here. She maps for a good run. Um, I think she'll, you know, over the odds in this Canadian answer at 8 to $9. The one to beat is clearly Gypsy Goddess, who one of the better horses in Queensland at the moment. Um, and, and, and the best horse in this race, but she's a month between runs. She's 2,400 metres back to 1,800 here. Uh, of course, she placed in the Oaks, big run last start, and it was a Group 1 place getter earlier in that, and the Vinery Stud Stakes to start before. So what class will take her a long way in this, no doubt. But just with a couple of queries, and um, I thought I'd be with one with the, the fitness on her side in Canadian dancer. So five on top of one, eight dynasties ran on well behind a smart pair last start. Um, I think the rising trip will certainly suit her. And I'm with another O'Day Hoisted runner in for fourth secret tales. who a bit of a confidence boost to her last two starts of two wins. Um, I think looking for this trip now and, and drawn nicely barrier one, my numbers five, one, eight and seven. Big field to face the starter in race seven at the Gold Coast on Saturday. That is the Brandon's Gold Coast Guineas, uh, which despite the name is over 1,200 metres, but uh, it is a three-year-old race at set weights and uh, it's a group three. Yeah, with the three on top, sort of state, uh, sort of state, very classy schnitzel colt. Uh, 1,200 metres is the trip he sees here and he won a couple of 1,200-metre group threes in New Zealand last prep. He contested the... The Melbourne, uh, the, sorry, the, the Sydney and Melbourne spring late last year and look, ran against some of the better three-year-olds in the country and whilst the results um, didn't, really, didn't really go his way, he, he wasn't disgraced at a couple of those, a couple of those strong races. <clears throat> um, winner of two or three first up, uh, gets a good draw here. I think he looks well-placed in this sort of state. He's on top for me. Two and next, Prince of Boom. Two wins this time in have been dominant, but uh, might have a bit of a harder task finding the front here from Barrier 16. Uh, doesn't have to lead to win necessarily, but uh, that's the way he's been doing it in his two wins this time in. I think he'll sit outside, probably great offence in this. And if he, doesn't have to, if he doesn't do too much work to find that spot, um, he'll be in this for a long way. Mimi Lagarde, the 10 and the 5. Zethus, third and fourth. My numbers, 3, 2, 10, 5. And the big one at the Gold Coast on Saturday, TAB AD Hollandale Stakes, 1,800-metre Group 2 standard weight for age and sees the appearance of the very highly rated Zaki, but you've found one to beat him. hope so. Uh, liked, I really like the look of the nine. Weta uh, made some sort of impact in Australia in, in, in his Australian debut uh, late last year. He won... Three races on the bounce and all three starts, 1,600 metres and then doing it at 2,000 metres um, twice. Put away, come here, come into this preparation, quite a bit of buzz around him. And the first up run over, trips well short of his best, 400 metres, thought was excellent. Um, coming from near the tail there to run into third behind an informed Quinella. Excellent return, 1,800 metres here. Um, it looks, looks suited his second up. Obviously not... Suited at weight for age, maybe um, against some of these, but I just like the look of him. He's a 
real up and coming stayer, and I'm going to be following him this preparation. Um, even though he does go, he's going to bump into the likes of Zaki this week and and Ayrton. Um, I'm going to be backing him the nine. Weta on top, very very talented horse. Zaki, obviously, is Zaki the one to beat here? Will lead this uh, likely, obviously, <clears throat> one from one at this track. Dominant win last winter, um, and. He's the hardest to beat, clearly. Ayrton in next, the wide draw, a bit of a concern, but the win first up was was pretty soft off a, off a, a bit of a setback. Um, in for fourth, I have the 13, Hungry Heart, who's since trialled well since the first up run. My numbers, 9, 1, 3, 13. All righty. And we did hear about your best. Uh, oh, wait on we do, in fact, have one more black type race. The last is also a black type race. It's race nine, Australian Turf Club Trophy, uh, listed race over 1,200 metres and its quality handicap. Yes, I found this one of the tougher races of the day. I'm with the, the favourite on top, the 16, Orbison. Unbeaten, uh, unbeaten son of Rich Enough. Uh, all four wins. Uh, have been dominant too. He sat up on the speed and he's been far too good for him. He's could have probably won by plenty more um, in, in, in most of those wins. But <clears throat> this is the toughest race he's seen to date, no doubt. He's first up off 11 months. Um, does drop to 54 kilos with a good draw. Look, he's on top for me, but there's a couple of good horses he comes up against here. And um, shooting for gold's one of them. Excellent run first up in a stronger race. Did get back and the the hot pace did suit those back markers, but love the way I hit the line there. Second up, fly second up, three from four, and he's three from three at the trip. Desert Lord, bit of a favourite of mine. Um, can come to hand quite quickly. And generally competes well in whatever race he's thrown in. And 11 Blondo, uh, recent trial was solid and can, can run a race fresh. Good draw, 54 kilos on. Um, chances don't end there, but but the sixteen keen to see what this level on top of six, two, and eleven. And your best was race five, number six, April Rain. Tell us about your value bet, which comes up in the first race one, number six, Mix. Yeah, the, the wet track will suit this horse. Ran on well first up um, at Doombin. The, it's a heavy eight that day. The rise of twelve hundred and fourteen to twelve hundred to fourteen hundred meters is key as well. He's good at the trip. And uh, I think what's, what else is important is his form here at the Gold Coast. It's his home track. He's won both starts here. Um, I think just looks things look to fall into place for this horse. I think he can quickly find winning form second up um, for an informed stable, informed jockey. So <clears throat> race one, number six, mix on top. All righty. Well, um, Gosford is the venue for New South Wales Metro Racing, second of... Uh, Three weeks on the road out of town. Uh, Hawkesbury last week, Scone Carnival next week. And uh, this, these meetings are pulling big numbers and uh, interesting races. And there's three big races at Gosford on Saturday on the 10 race card. And it starts with the first leg of the quaddy, and that's race seven, Moston Copper Gosford Gold Cup. Uh, listed quality handicap over 2,080 metres, Dan. Yeah, with the five, SD Fenny on top, uh, note that this horse is accepted to run um, 
and the Wagga, Wagga Gold Cup on Friday as well. But if here, I think he's the hardest to beat. Love the run in the Easter Cup. Um, get a long way back there in that race and uh, decided by the first two in running, essentially. So those at the back to be pretty good to get close. He did He did get within three and a half lengths, um, but he handed in the last fastest last 800 metres and 600 metres of the race. So excellent run, second up up to 2,000 metres. Um, on top, if here. Three, Moroni. Uh, disappointing last start to the eye, but pulled up lame. So you can obviously forgive that run. Uh, very good behind Mount Popper in Selwood Stakes. Two back. Mount Popa's obviously run well in a Queen Elizabeth since. Uh, one, Numerian. Good to see the improvement. He showed up to 2,000 metres. Wasn't catching Polly Gray. That horse is in another race, but um, he kept on well there for second. He's going to improve with that, and obviously this trip suits him. And in for fourth, I've got the four rock. Five, three, one, four. Race eight at Gosford on Saturday is the De Bortoli Wines Takeover Target. This is also a quality handicap at listed level. It's over 1,200 metres. Open race. Southern Lad on top. Very good first up form. Uh, the Randwick trials have been good. And, yeah, the rest, the first up win last time I mean, was very good. <clears throat> Wait, the turn of footy showed there under the 59.5 kilos. It uh, wasn't disgraced in a few stakes races subsequently, but um, look, on top in an open race here, the four Southern Lad. Th- five, Oscar Zulu, another very good fresh horse who's trialled up well for this. Um, 1,200 metres, whether that's a little bit short of his best, probably is, um, but he's a... Uh, the fresh form obviously brings him into it, um, I think, and, and the recent trial for me was, was quite good. So even over 1,200 metres, I'm going to give him a chance in this six Gravina, rock hard fits, comes out of a stronger race last start, beaten favourite there. But um, but I thought his run was, was pretty good. Um, here fourth up, I think, ready to peak. And in for fourth, I got one Shelby 66. Um, obviously one of the, the star horses of the Sydney Autumn. The last two runs have been a little bit plain, although one was in a hot TJ Smith two back and he's pulled up lame there. But on the dry track under 60 kilos at Caulfield last start. He wasn't able to run on chances. Obviously, his, his deeds, his prep would read well for a race like this. So he's in for four for me. Four, five, six, one. And the third of the big races at Gosford on Saturday and third leg of the quaddy is the coast. Uh, it's also a quality. It's for three-year-olds and four-year-olds, and it is worth half a million dollars. Uh, Kiku here, the, the, the mare, the Zoostar mare, very honest. I think it's in well at 57.5 kilos. Um, handicap rating of 102. She's a very classy mare. Just too far back in the Doncaster last start when a race with not a whole heap of speed. Just <clears throat> sort of held a ground there back in the field. Um, really well placed back in this. It's obviously a, a rich race, but um, this is much easier than the Doncaster. Very good behind the informed promise of success two back. Just racing well without winning Kiku and I think finds her race here. So she's on top for me. Um, one hour playboy <clears throat> was very good last time, the heavy eight. That's his that's his preferred surface. Don't think he'll get that wet here, but he is three-time winner on a soft track as well. So uh, so soft any sort of affected ground should be should be should be racing on a soft track, I'd imagine, with not much rain to fall until race day. <clears throat> Um, so our Playboy second pick third in is Die Mill, who's also in earlier in the day. 
Um, but if here, certainly a chance. And in for fourth over the nine, Chartres. Very good in the Vobus size at Caulfield. The Guineas last week, that last start. Some good horses in behind him there. Um, have a throw at the stumps here. And 52 kilos, certainly in with a, in with a sniff, I would have thought. 2 one eleven nine. All right. Well, uh, your value bet on the Gosford program was race seven, number five, Esty Fenny. But uh, speaking of Dymel, who is in the coast, uh, is also in uh, race six. And in fact, if starting in race six is your best of the day, and uh, the reason the horse is still able to be in two races is that he's an emergency in race six. Um, and has got a run there, so I guess a decision will be made soon. Uh, you've spoken a bit about him. Uh, if he runs, if he doesn't run in that, uh, what would be your best on the Gosford card? Yeah, I think he's well placed. If, yeah, of course, he's got to still have to make a decision with him. I think with fifty kilo, with um, so in that race, he's extremely well placed on uh, what he's done this prep. He should have should have either arguably had three wins from three starts, but. If not in that, I really like um, the the eight in the highway, Sun Blue. Lightly raced horse, just up to 1,400 metres last start. Might not have um, run it out, but back back in trip here to 1,200, I think, suits. Has no weight on his back after the claim. Plummets from 60 kilos to 52 and a half. Um, I think it's luck from that, that inside draw. We'll have a soft run in transit, with luck, in transit and with luck, from the draw, um, in the straight, I think Sun Blue is a, a very big, very big winning chance in it. Race two, number eight. Caulfield, the venue for Melbourne racing on Saturday. Uh, no black type events, but uh, still paying out in Australian dollars. So uh, talk us through your specials uh, at the Heath, and they're both fairly early on the card, Dan. Yeah, White Hibiscus was excellent at Ballarat last start. <clears throat> Um, some of the quickest splits of the day there. She's a mare that's always shown a little bit, especially early on. Um, she won some races in pretty arrogant manner. Last prep, um, form on paper wasn't all too bad, but she was beaten as favourite on a couple of occasions. Um, she was a, probably a little bit disappointing, but this time in, she's, I think, come back in really good nick. Excellent run first up. She's won in town um, three starts ago and a couple and a couple of good races in some stronger affairs than this, I think really knocking on the door again, wide hibiscus, and will be hard to hold out. So race two, four, the best. The value comes up in race four. Show some decorum. Was very brave in defeat last start. Never better than three wide, no cover. Um, just couldn't really get find a spot, Matt Cartwright. But, and because of that, had, had to roll forward. Was third on the turn. Um, ran some good horses and stuck on well for fourth there. The format of that race has been really good. B Hunter crossed... Uh, went across the line in third, a half a length ahead. Bee Hunters come out and won next start, and their promising old flame um, finished second in that race, a length in front of shows some decorum. So off a wide run, I thought it was a, a really good effort to stick on. Uh, he's been quite consistent in this preparation, and an inside draw here, uh, I dare say, um, won't be getting caught wide. So each way, I think a pretty big price to 14. Race four, number 14, my value on the card, Barks. Okay, well, my best was in race seven, and it's number six, Skyman, who certainly uh, caught the eye flying home at the end of 1,400 metres. First up, there are a 
couple of worries. One that uh, he stays at fourteen hundred metres. Uh, sorry, he goes to 1,600, which certainly uh, suits the main worry, uh, though is uh, might be looking for further, but the main worry is Uncle Bryn, um, the import for Bussett and Young, who is certainly uh, impressed. Second up at uh, sale, and there's uh, a lot of good form both going into and coming out of that race. So uh, Skyman, my best, but Uncle Bryn, the obvious danger. And my value bet is in race eight, a big field there, 16 to face the starter. And the claimant is uh, my value bet there, race eight. Number eight, uh, caught the eye, uh, coming home at the end of 1,600 um, in the Vobus size guineas behind Chartres and being out of as a Beale mare and trained by Mick Kent, you would expect the step up to 2,000 metres to suit down to the ground. Perth Racing on Saturday is at Ascot for the final Saturday of Ascot. In fact, we uh, pack up the tables and chairs and head across the road to Belmont for the following Saturday. There's no black type races to finish, but uh, Greg Hooper's best on the program is race four, number five, Snipperucci, and his value bet race eight, number two, General Grant. And... uh, there's not, uh, there is racing in New Zealand on Saturday, which is covered in your winning post at Rickerton and Tarapa. There's a couple of stakes races at Rickerton, one at Tarapa. But uh, I don't think we can get you much further forward on that without Joel here. So, uh, Kiwi Racing fans, just hang out for four weeks' time when Joel returns from holiday. But in the meantime, that'll wrap up the preview section of the podcast. Bring us to our best $20 bet of the weekend, Lazy Lobsters. Well, uh, no joy again last week, Dan, so probably the less said about it, the better. Um, You've actually only got one strike against you. Yeah, I'll give myself an excuse. Mine was scratch at the gates. Mine was scratch at the gates. I'll get my money back at least. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, and so, in fact, you're actually on a roll because uh, (laughs) you weren't here the week before that, and the week before that was Mamunia, which got up. So uh, how are you going to keep going? Gonna to go to Adelaide for mine. A really promising horse in race two called Mask Up. So my twenty on Mask Up, Bucks. And I will go to Caulfield early in the program. It is my go-to strategy, and uh, the horse that I am talking about is a very special horse named Race Four, Number Nine, Sig Positano. Leaves us only to remind you to pick up your winning post if you haven't already. Online now in shops first thing Friday morning. Uh, form for Friday night at Grambin Fields, Colours, Tips for everywhere else on Friday and then our usual Saturday and Sunday coverage. So make sure you pick that up. Have a great weekend, everybody. Back plenty of winners and we'll talk to you next week on the Preview Podcast.